0: Hey, hey, plug Writing this from Florida with love When I link with Mexico, I knew I found a plug Rest in peace, Static. yelling, shorty, wanna thug hey, Bottles in the club, hey, know I love the touch Easy, play that shit for me What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. That was from Florida with Love off of Drake's new record, uh, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Shout out to Drizzy for dropping a whole album during this quarantine. I needed it, friend. And um, honestly, I was a little worried when Tussie Slide dropped because it ain't it. But he saved himself because every other record On here is fire, and I am grateful to the OVO God. So today I have Tila Holcomb on the show with me. Stock market trader, creator of Trade Your 9 to 5. Tila was able to retire from her 9 to 5 by 29 years old, and now she teaches other people how to use stock and options trading to fund their financial dreams and get out of living that 9 to 5 lifestyle. Let's jump directly into the interview. I have the best guest of all time. She hasn't even spoken yet, and I'm super excited to have Tila with me today. Um, Tila, this is making my dreams come true. I have followed you on Instagram for so long, and you are just brilliant. Your content is amazing. You make things that are so difficult seem achievable and attainable for those of us that know nothing about the market. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm um, super excited to hear that you have followed me for so long and that the content is actually understandable. That's that's my whole goal right there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. And I think um, that is what your audience loves about you. You take stock market trading something that is uh, extremely detailed and you break it down and make it really easy to digest. And what I really love about following you on Instagram is everything you post, you add the, what is it? The the sticker? The, to, yeah, the stock symbol. Yes, you add the, excuse me, stock symbol to every single thing you post about. Like Tila's whole mission is if you can afford the product, you can afford the stock. I love that.
1: I'm so glad you noticed that I do that. <laughs> I
0: put that in there. Oh, um, I'm I want- it all day long. I'm <laughs> screenshotting so that I know what to go buy when I'm ready and, to buy.
1: Yeah, I really want everybody to to just look at things around them differently um, than they used to before learning that they can actually invest in all of the things that they're buying.
0: A hundred percent. That's such a good idea. Um, when did you get into stock market trading?
1: Um, I was. It was back in 2008. When I was still working a nine to five, um, I had an uh, employee and a co-worker who mentioned the stock market and what he was doing uh, with, you know, making money there. And it just piqued my interest. And from there, I was just sold.
0: And you say that getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to you. How is that possible? People get fired and they want to jump off a bridge. Like how (laughs) did you turn getting fired into such a fantastic, uh, you know, point in your life?
1: So at the time I had started a business on the side. So I was working full time and I had started this business on the side because I wanted this freedom. I was a single parent and I'm like, if I own my own business, I can just make my own hours. I can do whatever I want. And I had started this business on the side and I wasn't quite ready to to jump ship yet. I really wanted things to look a certain way. I wanted to make sure things were lined up. I had this whole plan for quitting. And I just wasn't there yet. But it it was one of those things where if I hadn't been kicked out of the nest, I probably would have never done it. Um, and getting kicked out of the nest, getting fired, the the the. Uh, the side gig that I had started, the side hustle I had started did not work out well, right? It (laughs) It wasn't going well. And it is what really catapulted me into turning trading the stock market into my business that I did. I don't think I would have gone that route had I not been fired. So that's why I say that. Like, that's the best thing that ever happened to me is them firing me.
0: See, I love that concept. I tell my listeners all the time, all things work together for good, For those who, you know, love themselves and have good intentions and want good things. So just because you got fired, you got sick, you broke up, you whatever happened to you, you can always pivot and use that as a jump off point to the next best thing. That's such good advice. What personality traits do you think entrepreneurs have to develop to be better traders and better business owners. Do you think that that's even possible or you either have it or you don't? Um, I think there's certain things
1: that you have to have definitely um, to to be an entrepreneur. So like the, some, I think you have to definitely have an openness. So if I wasn't open to allowing things to kind, to, to kind of transpire and just and happen and, and uh, go with the flow, I know we have to plan things, but you also have to let things just kind of happen organically. So if I wasn't open to that, you know, with me getting fired, I probably would just like freaked out and, just, mm-hmm. you know, and like six years or something, and instead of allowing things to just organically happen and pay attention to, what the universe was trying to bring to me, you know? Um, so I think you definitely have to be, you have to be open to that. Um, and then you have to be uh, conscientious uh, to what's going on. So you do have to kind of plan, but at the same time, try to be,
0: you know, like flexible. I said,
1: yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Because you could have just applied for another job yes. and then we wouldn't be sitting here. You would have got another good job. And then you wouldn't have traded your nine to five. You wouldn't have been able to retire at 29. Exactly. Meanwhile, I'm already 32 and I'm not even around the corner from retirement. So I'm trying to be <laughs> I'm trying to be on Team Tila. Sign me up. Can we please get a Trader Nine to Five live in Miami? I will be six feet apart. I'll wear a mask. Sis, Let's go. You <laughs> Actually, tell the people a little bit more about Trader Nine to Five. I'm telling them about it, but we want to hear from you. Okay, so
1: Trader Nine to Five is an online course where I teach you how to trade on 5 in the stock market. So, yeah, I teach you me whole- Asia, teach me specifically.
0: <laughs> <differently. laughs>
1: so, I teach you my full system of what I do um, that will help you to build financially in the market because some people are either long-term investing and, or some people are just just short-term trading but they're not doing both. And so I teach you how to do both at the same time to uh, build right now income because that's what we all want and as well as building for the 60, 70, 80-year-old us. So we can sit back and retire.
0: That is genius. You are hundred percent right. People don't take it as a whole approach. They think they can either do one or the other. They don't realize that you can make money now while stacking for the future. It's like you can save and go on vacation and live your best life and put money into your retirement fund. You can do it all people. You have to have a job for every dollar that comes in. It has to have an assigned location and an assigned thing for you to spend it on that's it
1: and that's that's one thing that i teach as well in the uh in the course is when you said assign each dollar a job i always say assign uh because in the beginning it's all about eliminating debt and i tell everyone assign each trade a job is it going to be to pay that you making this trade going to be an extra car payment or towards the car payment towards the mortgage towards you know paying down that credit card but give each one a job um until you have eliminated
0: debt That is brilliant. Like my mind just was blown right there. Give each trade a job. Now, what if they weren't successful in that trade? What if that trade just, you know, for whatever reason, didn't fall through or did it fall through because they didn't follow what you told them to do? And they wouldn't be in that position if they listened. (laughs) Sometimes it's that
1: it's definitely once they start to gain respect for the rules then they're like okay I need to follow the rules that she tells me but um, there is definitely a chance to lose money in a in, in a trade even when you do follow the ro- rules mm-hmm. I still even lose money but I know and I have a plan of when to cap it when to say okay that enough is enough I've lost this is my plan if I lose this much I'm out so that I can keep most of my money intact and be able to uh, continue trading it's when you sit there and you just like watch all of your money go away that you don't have anything left eventually right. to even trade again right so they they learn how to um have a plan whether you're winning or losing and what to do next that's deep i love
0: it <laughs> I, that is so brilliant to put your trade already. man okay you know what? i'm writing this down as i'm interviewing you i'm taking notes for my own personal life <laughs> so well why would you say that people view trading as a scam they think it's easy money i mean i don't understand that you a doctor could go to school for eight years and then have two three four more years before they make a dollar but when it comes to trading people think that if i sign up on monday by friday i should be buying a lamborghini what what is that
1: yes and you know what that's something i really don't like about my industry i really don't and if you notice like and and that was something like uh when i first started um because i started trading for myself in 2008 2009 But I didn't start teaching until about 2015. And when you had already
0: put seven years of experience behind your own money, your own time, hours and hours and hours of research before you attempted to even teach the next person. You see what I'm saying? People don't see that journey when it comes to trading. And I don't know why.
1: Yeah. I. I, Yeah. Seven, eight years. Yes. I put in (laughs) I put in all kinds of work. But um. Oh, yes. So and I was saying that's why that's the one thing I don't like about our industry, because it's it's perceived. Everyone tries to make it look flashy and get rich quick and everything like that. And so when I first started um, to teach, that was a question that I asked um, someone is like, I that is not what I want to portray. That is not how I want to show what it is that I'm doing. Like I I'm and usually when you look up the stock market, you see um, you see men with half-naked ladies on yachts and popping bottles and all kinds. And I'm just like, that is
0: not the lifestyle that I am trying to portray here. Say the truth. truth. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. And they do not look like us. No,
1: no. And I was like, okay, that is not what I'm trying to portray. I'm trying to show that you can have the freedom. You can build this wealth. You can do things for your family. You can travel. But I don't want to be flashy about it because that's when you don't, when you are living balls to the wall and spinning all the way to your limits, that's when you go broke. And right. you, you don't have anything left to show for it. So I wanted to show something different. And I think that's why it's such a scam is because people get um get mesmerized by this microwave Results And they think that it's it's just going to change their lives overnight. And it doesn't. And and that's how people are so easy to get taken advantage of because they fall for that. And I wanted to show something different. Um, I didn't know. I didn't think it would do well. You know, I didn't think I would be the following that I have now and the the the, the traction that we have with the program because it wasn't flashy. Mm-hmm. But everyone I attracted the right people. And that's what it was all about. It's like, let me just get out here with my message um, my true message and it will, the people who are for me and for this will definitely come and they, y- y'all came, you know, y'all came. And so I'm so grateful for that, but that's why it's, that's why there's a scam there because people are just, they want quick results instead of actually putting in the work.
0: Dang, that is such a word just over businesses in general. If you show up with your authentic message that you mean from your heart and your soul, the audience will come because there's already somebody else doing it 8 million other ways. Why don't you be your unique true self and do it a different way and don't worry about the audience being there. There's 8 billion people on this planet. There is somebody that thinks that what you're doing is fantastic and they are eager to pay you to teach them how to do it. That's brilliant. Yes. And just, and know there
1: are going to be crickets in the beginning. I had crickets for a while. Like no one, I was like is anybody even paying attention? Yes, just keep going. Keep going. And and look at it like this in the beginning when you have the crickets. That's practice. Like for mm. me that was practice. That was a time for me to get my message right. It was a time for me to get comfortable in front of a camera and and get comfortable with typing my message out like Don't think because you're not getting anything. Again, don't don't fall for the microwave. Right. Just know you put in the work and continue to put your message out there.
0: They'll come when there are crickets. That's the time to make your mistakes, tweak different things, experiment, fall flat on your face, dust yourself off and get back up. Like you have so many options for success and it's more sustainable. Yes. It's a long term opportunity. wealth building machine for yourself versus that microwave life where it pops, you're hot for a year, you make a ton of money, and then you're a has been after that and nobody wants to hear from you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I took time to get it right. Like, girl, my my the message changed, the brand changed, the colors changed. Like it wasn't even my face. I wasn't even a personal brand to begin with. It was a, mm-hmm. a brand name and that didn't feel and fit right and the colors didn't fit right. Like and so I, I was able to evolve during that time while no one was really paying attention. Watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is so smart. Is that why you created your online courses? Was it to kind of cut out some of the time that it takes to learn? Was it to give it a different approach? Like what made you think, I'm not gonna do this one-on-one for individuals. I am going to put this in a course so that anybody at their own leisure can understand what I'm trying to you know, teach them.
1: You know, and that was something else that evolved while, you know, there were crickets. It Because in the beginning, I did do one-on-one. Like, the very first person um, was an old co-worker. He wrote me a check. Hey, can you teach me what you're doing? Because evidently, you're doing something different than <laughs> we are because you don't have to be here. And so I went to his house for hours, like four or five days in a row, trying to teach him, you know, what I knew. And I, I just knew that um, first, I was shocked that anybody wanted me to wanted to (laughs) take me to teach them what I knew. I know that
0: feeling. And (laughs) And then like, who the hell am I to be teaching? I'm not Warren Buffett. Like, what do you mean?
1: So then it was like learning how to even put this knowledge into a course or into how do I teach it to someone? Right. And so it was that one-on-one, like it took a while meeting with him one-on-one. I was like, how do I like, I can't change the world like this, you know, one
0: (laughs) human being at a time.
1: Yeah. And so I was like, well, How can I, and so that's when I got online and started looking things up and I ran across the world of online courses and I was like, okay, so I can teach this to the camera one time and everyone can come in and get, and get the lessons when it's a good time for them, you know, because maybe I don't want to do nights and you, you know, work during the day and nights works for you. So it was also, I, how does this fit into my freedom? Right. And so online courses and being able to it fit into my freedom while also Mm -hmm. allowing it to fit into my audience's time as well into their schedule and eventually their freedom. Right. So I had to look at what what worked best for me. And so doing one on ones all the time and making that my core uh, piece of business was not what worked for me.
0: Also, it's not scalable. It's literally (laughs) not possible. Like you said, you spent five days with that person. And if there's only 365 days in a year, how many people can you teach versus developing a course that can multiply and multiply and multiply in perpetuity forever and ever and ever? It's a product that is evergreen that you can make money off of on vacation, on on bed rest, on Christmas, on any time, any day, any night. I think courses are the next must have for entrepreneurs.
1: Yes, yes. I think so. And I I and I say look at colleges do it all the time. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it must work if colleges right. are doing it and getting and and, and and being able to reach so many people at one time, um it's it's the best option. It is.
0: Do you miss doing the one-on-one training or would you ever do that again or have we taken that out of the timeline? And that's kind of what Treasure 9 to 5 is, because that's in-person, small groups teaching.
1: So Treasure 9 to 5 Live, the in-person one, I think is more of my one-on-one, right? Okay. So I get um, at max like 10, maybe 15 people at a time. Um, and we spend like four or five days together. Right. So that, I think, is going to be the most one on one or the closest to one on one that I'm going to um, do. Also, from a cost basis as well. I don't know that I want to, to just get me one on one would be pricey. And I don't know that I I'm heard necessarily- that.
0: <laughs> and we raising the prices, honey, the price is going up every yes. quarter, every quarter. So you better get Tila while you can uh, put a deposit down. I agree with that 100 percent. I'm always about raising price because you have quality content. And as a minority entrepreneur, it's so important that we spend within our own. If you can get the same information or better for, from mm. someone that looks like you and cares about you and your community. Why not? Why? I mean, Investopedia has enough money. They're doing fine. It's time to diversify (laughs) and keep that money within us if we can. And then you're going to get this information from someone with a background similar to yours. So she knows the hurdles and the obstacles and the challenges that come with being a trader, especially as a woman, because it's a handful of us. And then as an African American, because there's a handful of us. So that dynamic, I think, is really important and can't be understated. But that's why the price got to go up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hello. Um, my next question for you is what pushes you to continue when you're failing? Oh, I would say what
1: pushes me is seeing the results of my students and seeing the impact that I'm having. When I see people post that they made, you know, X amount of money and they, you know, in their sleep or while they were at work or they woke up and made their coffee and the money was there or that their child is understanding okay. what they're doing as well, like to know that I'm um, impacting generations to come like that, that keeps me going. You know what I mean? That really keeps me going and I don't really see failing as failure. I guess I look at it like, what is there to learn from this? What is there to take from this? How could I do better? um or how can we do something differently instead of just thinking i failed
0: mm, make it a lesson and not just something to internalize you have to keep going whether you failed or things didn't go right or it just didn't come out as cool as you thought it would so what you learned something you developed on top of that and you moved forward that's what the best business owners do you you keep pushing like During these COVID-19 times, the world is falling apart, but you have to stay together and poised under fire. I couldn't agree with that more. Yes. Do you think now is a perfect time for people to learn stock trading?
1: I think it's a great time. I think any time is a good time, especially now. Um, You will learn how to I, I think for me when I learned in 2008, 2009, that was during the recession Mm. and the market was crazy. Right. And so I think if you can learn how to navigate this craziness right now, a normal market when when Corona isn't going on, everything is just stable will be easy for you. Right. So it's Mm. like navigating choppy waters so that when everything is calm, you're like, oh, this is easy.
0: (laughs) So I I hadn't even thought of that perspective. That makes complete sense.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good time. And then you You will also get to see I'm even seeing because we haven't had something like this happen in our lifetime. Right. I'm even seeing different things in the market and learning um, other, you know, learning new things as well and teaching, showing and teaching that to to my students. But you're going to learn some things about the market now that you would not or we have not had an opportunity to experience before. So I think it's a great time.
0: And also so many people are not going back to work. The way social distancing is setting up so many people, this is going to be a long term problem. So many people are not going to be in cramped spaces anymore, in cubicles, on factory lines. So you have to learn how to make money online, not just for now, but in a long term space. So there is no better time than now, I would think.
1: Yeah, this is only I made a video um, last year when there was the big the government shutdown. Right. OK. And I made the video because I was a government contractor previously in my nine to five. And I made a video for my fellow government contractors. I was like, look, like, you have been laid off because of this. And, you you know, if you didn't have a plan or you found yourself like you don't know how you're going to make money, this is the time to set yourself up with this experience so that you can make money no matter what happens right because there's a there's a different type of freedom in working because you want to and not because you have to like Ooh. you put up with a whole lot less trust
0: me mm-hmm. okay <laughs> I would imagine charge more I, I, and put up with less
1: yes when I didn't have to be at a 95 I was like um no we're not gonna pick up somebody else's slack like let me tell you like seriously we had a co-worker and she wouldn't do her job and they were like can you do all this and I was like look y'all know I don't mind taking one for the team I don't mind helping out when we're all swamped, but what I'm not gonna do you know and I let them know what I wasn't gonna do in a respectful way but I feel like they treated me differently because they knew I did not have to be there and I worked hard so it was like you lose me or you lose the person that doesn't want to do their job correctly right so Ooh
0: you, you have, are your options, honey. <laughs> you get a different kind of, you know, piece respect of ex- and energy, freedom
1: of mind. So it's like I think now is a great time to start learning because you're seeing what could happen if your job was to go away. You know, what? How can you make money in a different way? How can you make money even when, even if you do end up going back to work and things look the way they did before? You don't want to find yourself in this position again. So this is definitely the time to start learning.
0: Wow. That's such great advice. Um, Guys, everything that Tila has, all of her products will be linked in the show notes. If you want to attend an event, hopefully live again in like three years when this stuff is over with, if you want to learn from her courses, every single thing will be linked in the show notes. I promise. I promise. I promise. All right. My next question for you, my love is, do you think you can learn to be an entrepreneur or are people just born that way? Are some people, um, cogs in the machine or are some people born to be Elon Musk do they develop these talents what do you think about that
1: I, I think it's a little bit of both I think you have to be born with certain traits that um leave you open to being an entrepreneur and then you kind of then you learn what it takes to be an entrepreneur you know what I mean once you're you're curious and and you have the the drive to do something different so I think I was born to like I knew just being that cog and repeating and doing like, no, like that wasn't for me. So I knew there was something else, you know, that that pulled me away from that. I always wanted to create and do something else and like build things. Right. So I knew just being just being here and showing up every day, which was <laughs> just wasn't for me, you know, but it took already having that in me that once I got a, a piece of entrepreneurship then I was like this is it this is what I am meant to be doing you know running and, and um, building my own thing so I think it's a little bit of both like I didn't know about you know I wasn't born like oh I need to start this business but I had a drive and, and, and different elements in me that that made me more susceptible to that and then once I learned about being an entrepreneur then it was a matter of how do I be an entrepreneur
0: Do you think that there are things that people who feel like they weren't born to be an entrepreneur but want to be an entrepreneur? Do you think that there are some things that maybe that they could work on to shift to that category other than having an open mind? What could they possibly develop for themselves?
1: I think being learning to be a self starter. Um, learning how to organize yourself and your schedule um, will definitely help because that's what you know. Being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, especially in the beginning, it's just you running things. You've got to be able to get up in the morning, make sure things are organized, be your own secretary, you know, and all those things. So you you want to definitely start there with um, being a self starter. Self discipline is huge um, and being organized. So I think if you start disciplining yourself to to do those, then you're, you know, it'll it'll help you along the way.
0: I agree with that. You have to show up for yourself. That's the thing about entrepreneurship. No one is making you do it. No yeah. one is forcing you. No one says you have to be at this place at this time and you can check out at this time and this is your lunch break. It's a, when I wake up to when I go to sleep, 24 seven job, but for a reason. It's an investment into the rest of your life so that when that job that you hate, is getting on your nerves you can moonwalk up out of there (laughs) and never have to show up again so putting that pressure on yourself and that discipline i think that's imperative i think that's such brilliant advice like people don't understand that even if it wasn't born in you or you feel that way you can develop it if you want if you listen to smart people who have done it like tila and are still doing it and are teaching other people to do it. That's why I'm listening to her. That's why I wanted her on the show. Cause I knew she knew what she was talking about. <laughs> now, what question did I not ask you that I should have? I'm new to stocks. I'm new to um, developing a course. So I don't know what I don't know. So what should I have asked you about? Um, I would
1: say from the entrepreneur's uh, standpoint, one of the things I would say you should ask is, um, mm,
0: I know it's a good one. People (laughs) people love that question because I say so because like for me, I'm in the fashion business and I have a podcast. So people will ask me questions about, um, you know, where do I source clothes from? Or how do I get people to purchase via Instagram? And I'm like, that is the absolute wrong question. I mean, it's a fine question, but that's the wrong question. You should really be asking me about the sacrifices that I have to put into building this business. When I don't have a big budget, you should be asking me not about Instagram influencers. That's irrelevant. You should be asking me why I can have a page with 3000 followers, but be making $30,000 a month. You worried about the wrong things, but it's because people just don't know better. And I think that people who have that experience wish that they were asked different questions. So I always love to throw this out (laughs) on the podcast.
1: I think um, one of
0: the things is I, I notice people don't
1: start, and so they're one of their questions is how do they start from from an entrepreneur perspective, you know, starting creating their online course, um, and I, I say just start, like go with what can break down the steps it takes to do what it is that you want to teach, right, and teach that. Do not concentrate on it being perfect before it gets put out there so that was one thing I did I pre-sold my course I was like okay. this teacher yes <laughs> I was like this is I you know I had a I had a coach to help me because at first like I said I wasn't I didn't know about online courses and selling it and doing all that so I had to learn to be this entrepreneur to get this out on the fly yeah mm-hmm. and so she taught me to you know she's pre sell the course she's like don't don't go building anything yet
0: until you know that there's a market for it
1: exactly so she's like put together a sales page what you're going to teach and when the class starts right and this is where it takes you, you got to be a self-starter right so you know put together a sales page. This is what you're going to learn this is when it starts and people started buying so she's like yes.
0: Ow. let it? me write that down let me get let me put that in my notes hold on now sis. myself a two-month head
1: uh lead time like in two months the class starts, I think it was, it was like November of 2015. Mm-hmm. And the class started January 15th, 2016.
0: Get out. And they, see, people will pay you. They will give you their money if you make the content valuable if you explain it to them in the right way if you tease them with information that they really want they will pay you before the product even exists come on somebody (laughs) yes wow I love that so much
1: for it but then I had to be that self-starter to then go and create and start putting it out but I let them know what to expect I was like we're going to be building this as you know I'm teaching this as we go and recording and all of that and they were okay with that because I let them know what was going on um and I didn't make it perfect i had to because i don't know what perfect is is until it's in their hands so i made, you know i built it as i went and as they gave me feedback i made note of that and then i could go back and perfect it and continue we still once a year do an audit and, and change things up a little bit as we see the need but don't let perfection stop you right and make sure you have a market for it first
0: That is brilliant. Oh, my God. I love it so much. (laughs) I can't wait to do this for myself. Okay, guys. Get Rich and Get Drunk Trying, audience. There will be a course coming soon. I am announcing it here today. I just got this idea. So stay tuned (laughs) for the (laughs) pre-pre-pre-advanced enrollment for the course. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's about. But stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) I will be monetizing. Oh, man. That is brilliant. And shout out to your coach. Do you still keep in touch with that coach or was that just like a one and done relationship?
1: No, I still keep in touch with her. She actually became one of my students. Okay, Uh, I think I just, I just emailed her last week to see how she's doing through, through all this Corona stuff.
0: That is fantastic. And see, sometimes, you know, people are scared of coaches. They're scared to invest in themselves and spend the money that a reliable intelligent coach can bring into their lives but you can't be. You have to invest. You have to put your money where your mouth is. You want people to spend with you, but you're scared to spend with others. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Look yeah. how fast and how far that pushed your business.
1: Yeah, it, it,
0: it pretty much. It really
1: catapulted. It's really what got it started. I don't know that I would have gotten started at the time that I did. And in the best way that I did, if it hadn't been work from working with her and. And, and st- instead of trying to go it alone, like, yes, you can figure out stuff yourself. You, it's going to take you longer. But I paid for her time to to get from point A to point Z quicker and with more knowledge. Like, what what don't I know right now? And, you know, she had that experience because she was a sales coach. She had been there.
0: That's brilliant. And, you know, people think time is money. It's not. It is not. It never has been. It never will be. Time is time. You can never get that time mm-hmm. back. So, mm-hmm. anything you can do to leapfrog and fast forward your business and accelerate your prosperity is imperative. Like, that's where you spend the money. That's where that's you invest in yourself, is anything that's going to make time more valuable in your life. The money comes and goes, but that time is never, never, never coming back.
1: Right, right.
0: Shout out to her. I might need her link as well. So, let's just, you know, <laughs> got, you. I got you. Email me, Uh, send me a recommendation. <laughs> So on every show, I ask my guests for a get rich tip of the week. Um, this entire episode has been a get rich tip of the week. But do you have something, a, a takeaway that anybody can implement in their lives that you love to teach people?
1: Mm, that I love to teach people. Uh, eliminate debt. Like it really is what keeps you chained to the nine to five keeps you in that rat race so eliminate debt as much as you possibly can yeah
0: student debt um personal debt anything in particular you should start with or just get rid of all of it get rid of all of it <laughs> get rid of all everything of it. Yeah. everything gotta go you know student debt stresses me out i don't have any praise god because i, I dropped they're... out hello i dropped out <laughs> I knew that it wasn't for me. I was in school for so long. I was working nights, um, sleeping in my car to try to get a nap before school started. I hated every second of college. I know a lot of people loved it. I personally hated it. And I was working two jobs to pay for it. And I had an aha moment like, what am I doing? Yeah. Who, who am I doing this for? Like, this is dumb. <laughs> this, it's not. For, it's not for everybody. And that's okay. It, it's really not. And I feel blessed to not have that student debt. I have so many friends that are drowning in these payments that never go away. Yeah. So I agree with that. Get rid of debt as fast as you can before you buy that Range Rover <laughs> Before you take that vacation that's out of control before you put down on that custom built house friend, we want to eliminate debt. Tila knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> write that down. And I need a get drunk tip from you. We like to drink on this show It's early in the morning. It's probably like eight o'clock in the morning where you are.
1: It's yeah, but it's Vegas. Like
0: yeah. <laughs> every time is drinking time. <laughs> Perfect. Do you have a get drunk cocktail for the people? What is your beverage of choice? I actually love Stella Rosa Black. It's oh, black. well, excuse me. I've never heard of it. <laughs> yes.
1: Has a kind of a uh, blackberry taste to it. Yeah, I love that.
0: Well, don't you miss drinking? I mean, you live in Vegas. Don't you miss going out to like enjoy the vibes? Not really. I've never been a I mean, I like I like maybe
1: I don't know. I've never
0: been a are you one of those people that lives in Vegas but never goes to the strip? Oh, girl, yes. No, no.
1: The strip is not for (laughs) Vegas. It's tourists. It's for tourists. Yeah. We don't go down there. You know, I miss like Miami.
0: We don't go to South Beach.
1: See, I miss going to, you know, friends houses and having, you know, having drinks and stuff like that. But I've never been a club person. Like that's too. It's too many people. Too many.
0: (laughs) Well, it's definitely too many people. Now, all of that is over with honey. Right. (laughs) And you home selling your courses. You very busy. You don't have time to be out with us uh, (laughs) dealing with these shenanigans. (laughs) I see why. And lastly, before I let you go, I need a book recommendation, something that's changed your life, something that you want to recommend to the people. I got my Amazon Prime open. I'm ready to order it. What book Mm -hmm. has impacted your life that you want to share with the listeners?
1: Can I recommend two books?
0: Yes, you please recommend a (laughs) hundred.
1: Okay. the first book from an entrepreneur perspective is to read Profit First. Read Profit First. It's on my bookshelf back there. Mm-hmm. Read Profit First. I feel like that book really helped me. And I've recommended it to other entrepreneur friends like T- Tanya Rapley um, and Stephen uh, uh, Hughes and all them. But the Profit First book is about um, organizing your finances and having your business finances and having the different or multiple accounts so that you are setting aside specifically for taxes specifically for expenses Mm. so that you can see where you might be overspending maybe it's outside your budget maybe you need to look at you know um things and stuff like that but uh, game as far as my business and my friends businesses that i've recommended it to. so um the second book that i recommend reading is called the big leap um and it talks about how to identify when we are getting in our own way um yeah. Subconsciously, so we we can um, get in our own way when we reach a new level of success. Maybe you've gotten a new promotion. Maybe your business has gotten to a, a new level, new revenue uh, goal that you wanted to hit or something like that. And then something in a different area of your life starts to go wrong. It's because you've hit what they call your upper limit and you are kind of subconsciously sabotaging yourself because you don't think you're either worthy of that next level. You don't think you can be that happy, but it's a really good book and it helps you to identify where you could be, um, so better.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That act. I will be linking both of those books in the show notes. I will be ordering both of those books (laughs) for my own personal collection. I am thinking of starting a get rich or get drunk trying book club. You guys let me know if you are interested in that. We can do this together as a team. Like there's just so much information out there that we all need to know. And when people who are successful recommend success books to you, pay attention to that because they know what they're doing and they're learning and they're elevating and they're expanding their minds. So you don't need a book recommendation from Joe Schmo down at the gas station. Right. Take one <laughs> from people who are building successful businesses and making successes out of their clients. Like that's super important. That knowledge is everything. You have Netflix, everything on planet Earth. You've watched everything on Hulu. Let's <laughs> dig deep into these books while we have the time during coronavirus. Right. Yes. Yes. And listen to educational podcasts like mine. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Forward this on to a friend. Tila, I want to thank you for being with me. You were more fantastic than I could have even dreamed. I love that you are wearing blue, your signature color for your brand. You are on brand 24-7. <laughs> I need to be like you when I grow up. Uh, you guys can't see her, but she is wearing Tila blue. She is wearing <laughs> Trader nine-to-five teal, and I'm here for it. Thank you. <laughs> Again, I want to thank Tila Holcomb for joining me on this episode, and I want to remind you guys to subscribe to the show, rate and review it, share it with your friends, and I will catch you guys back here next week. Be good.